Hello all, it's Farouk here, and today we're looking at Dr. Sylvia Allegrini's lecture entitled The Clinical Side of Two-Phase Treatments. Now, Dr. Sylvia gave four clinical scenarios where early treatment could be indicated. That of functional shift, crowding, increased overjet, and class 3. She gave the evidence behind early treatment as well as her clinical application of this evidence. She spent quite a bit of time talking about functional shifts. And in Dr. Sylvia's opinion, this is where all patients should be treated early. She gave the preferred method of carrying out the treatment using rapid maxillary expansion. She spoke about RME, which is bonded to ease, does correlate to expansion and changes on the first permanent molars. She also spoke about the advantage of early treatment with respect to stability and looked at a systematic review by Lagaria in 2005, which showed that patients who are skeletally immature have greater stability than patients who aren't mature. She also spoke about the long-term risks of having excessive RME, that of cortical plate fenestrations, root resorption, periodontal disease, but also newer research looking at the asymmetry of a fracture of the palatal suture resulting in asymmetry and expansion as well as unpublished research by Leonardi looking at reduction in pulpal activity in tooth-borne RME appliances. Her concluding comments was that RME should be carried out on patients with a functional displacement, but not excessively. She then spoke about crowding, and specifically crowding within the lower arch. She spoke about how the leeway space can be calculated, and she gave a clinical pearl of using the mesial distal width of the D to superimpose it to the meter distal width of the five, and therefore working out what space we have left. She spoke about using a lingual arch to try and maintain the leeway space in a systematic review by Vigashani in 2010, which supported the maintenance of the leeway space. She described the success results of being high at almost two thirds of patients having a reduction in mandibular arch crowding as a result. Then Dr. Sylvia went on to speak about increased overjets. She spoke about Kevin O'Brien's systematic review from 2018, and her interpretation of that review was that to take a patient-centric approach, and if patients have concerns over the promise of their teeth, that is an indicator for early treatment. Although her clinical preference is to have one phase of treatment as it results in shorter retention phase in between stages, as well as having greater compliance. And she spoke about clinically, a one-phase treatment works better for patients who are non-extraction. However, in extraction cases, she preferred to go for an early treatment approach as it allows her to time the extractions for that early phase of treatment and also imbibe interceptive treatment. She then went on to speak about class 3 cases and there being her least preferred case for two phases of treatment. And she gave her reasons why that of unpredictability of mandibular growth and also growth taking place much later on compared to traditional first and early phases of treatment. Also, the clinical applications that we have of protraction face mask offer limited clinical success rates, majority of which are dental alveolar. She did speak about something new in the horizons for the management of class 3 cases, that of the OUT-RAMEC protocol. What is it? Well, it is a series of expansions and constrictions taking place using a rapid maxillary expander. They take place on one-week intervals for a period of around about six to eight weeks. And the concept behind it is to loosen the sutures associated with the maxilla to make it, in effect, mobile, and then allowing greater AP changes to occur. Now, there's been a systematic review by Mohamed al-Muzin which looks into the success rates of this. But Dr. Sylvia exercised caution 
it may well loosen the circumaxillary sutures. However, the AP changes may or may not be stable, and it's also quite an invasive intervention. That's it for today's orthodontics in review. I look forward to summarizing the next podcast.